1: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
2: Believe.
1: Hey everyone, I'm Olympian Lolo Jones and I have a new podcast called Gold Medal Loser presented by Discover Card. Everyone can relate to those loser moments in their life, especially when expectations are high. But here's the thing, not everyone overcomes hardships the same way. So I'll be talking to some of the most winningest people from all walks of life to learn their mentality behind their successes and failures. We'll be talking to athletes and celebrities to get their insight behind personal moments that represent the good, the bad, and the ugly. Plus, how they took these challenges and created a better version of themselves. So check this pod out because it's time to get real. Don't forget to subscribe to Gold Medal Loser on Apple, Spotify, and any preferred podcast platform.
0: All right, I am super pumped to talk to my guest today. Played three years at Louisville, powerhouse of a school, drafted by the Brewers in the sixth round of the 2019 uh, draft, pitched in uh, Wisconsin and Biloxi last year. Of course, I am talking to Nick. Ben, how you doing, brother?
3: I'm doing good. Thank you for having me.
0: Of course, of course. How has uh, how's your off season been?
3: Fantastic. Um, so after the season, I uh, got to go home for a few months and, uh, wind down a little bit and just focus on working out and spending some time with my family and uh, friends from home who I hadn't seen in a while and uh, took, some, took some pretty cool trips. We uh, took a family vacation to California, um, visited some other cool cities, and uh, now I'm out here in Arizona uh, through spring training, just uh, working out and throwing every day at the complex and uh, working on the craft and getting better.
0: Well, that's awesome. What part of California did you visit? Uh, I grew up in uh, so
3: um, I was in Orange County in California, okay. and then um, we also were in San Diego as well. So,
0: okay, so the complete opposite side yes, of where I <laughs> of the Bay Area where I grew up. Yes, yes uh,
3: complete opposite.
0: How how was it? Uh, how was Southern California?
3: Fantastic. I love California. Uh, My uh, uncle and his family lived there, and so we were visiting them. We uh, played some really, really cool golf courses and uh, got to be outside a lot. The weather was fantastic, so it was a great experience for me and um, as well as my mom. That was her first time traveling um, since she had been uh, done with her treatments, Mm -hmm. and so that was a great experience for her and something she really enjoyed as well.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, man. I just, I just, I was telling you before it recorded, I just came back from uh, California myself. My dad was going through some, some health scares as well. And the weather I got off, I left Wisconsin in the morning. It was probably 13, 14 degrees. And I got out in San Francisco, (laughs) in San Francisco, it was like 65 degrees, 70. I was wearing shorts. I felt like this is the craziest thing ever. Um, And then I get the
3: beauty of that's the beauty about uh, being out west here. The weather is fantastic all the time. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah. Compared to the Bay Area where it's 65 degrees in the middle of winter. Uh, And then, of course, this morning it snowed. And, you know, I'm like, man, I should have just stayed a couple more days in California. (laughs) I would have have enjoyed it. But, uh, hey, let's let's jump right into you you and your story. How did you get into baseball, man? Like what what got you into the sport and started your love for the game?
3: Um basically what got me into baseball was just sports in general to begin with. Um so my uh little background on my uh, mom and dad, my dad played college football at University of Cincinnati. Um and my mom was a uh, dancer at Ohio University. So um they were both athletes and um then pretty much from the age of 4 on I was playing uh baseball, basketball and football. Um all the way up until high school. Um, my freshman year of high school, I played all three sports. And then my sophomore year, I dwindled it down to uh, basketball and baseball. And then my junior and senior year, I just focused on baseball. Um, but to be honest, basketball was my very first true love of sports. Mm. Um, baseball had always been there. and. Uh, being left-handed and tall always uh, helped the love for baseball to grow as well. And then uh, once I got to high school is when I really started to love baseball and love pitching and just the whole aspect of baseball on the field, off the field, the the working out, the, the mental side of it as well. Yeah. Is, is a super interesting thing for me as well and something I'm still building to this day. So uh, baseball became a love of mine very quickly. And, uh, as you, you probably know now, I, this is my favorite thing to do. So,
0: yeah, absolutely. So you started playing, you were playing three different sports. Uh, yep. what kind of led you to just dwindle it down to only baseball? Um, was it just realizing that that was your path or was, did you just find, um, cause you said you were a basketball actually, guy. Did you find more enjoyment? Ac-
3: yeah. So actually, um, I was a huge basketball guy in like grade school uh, played a lot of basketball in Ohio. It's cold a lot. So, um, more indoor sports are going on than outdoor. So, um, I played baseball as well, but, um, once I got to high school, my freshman year, I actually broke my ankle playing basketball. So, uh, that following year is kind of how I decided to go with basketball and baseball and cut out football. Um and then I was playing basketball and baseball my sophomore year. And uh the high school I went to is uh pretty well known for uh athletics. I went to Archbishop Mueller High School, it's a yeah. all boys uh Catholic high school in Cincinnati. And um we had a lot of talent in all sports there. So um and the they do a lot of like off season program type stuff for specific sports and whatnot. So um it got got a little heavy being able to start to handle um, three sports and then two sports. And um, I committed to Louisville my uh, sophomore year at Moeller. And that's kind of when once I was committed and we got to my junior year, I was kind of like, you know what, this is what I want to focus on. and mm-hmm. This is what I want to do. So um, I think the commitment to Louisville kind of helped dwindle it down as well to lock it in to play baseball my junior and senior year before heading off to college.
0: Gotcha. And you, 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 uh, committed pretty early then you were a a sophomore,
3: you said sophomore. I committed, uh, I committed September of my sophomore year. Um, I, uh, actually took my first unofficial visit to Louisville, my eighth grade summer going into my freshman year. Um, my, my summer baseball program was, uh, Midland in Cincinnati, Ohio (laughs) and, Mm -hmm. um, our coaches and, were in contact with a lot of different college coaches and whatnot. So that's kind of how that started with my first uh, visit to Louisville, just to check out the campus and meet the coaches and see all the good stuff they had to offer.
0: So uh, did you ever consider going to Cincinnati? I know you mentioned, you know, your family. Uh,
3: Yes, I did. Um, University of Cincinnati offered me a scholarship as well. And um i i we did consider that as a family and for me, but um, University of Louisville just was the right fit for me. Uh, it was only a couple hours down the road so my parents mm. could come watch me whenever they wanted. Um, it was it was more of a far away enough but also close mm-hmm. enough type of I, deal. I got you. I got you. Um, so to where it felt like I was away from home. Um, so I, I really uh, had a really good fit with that and worked out really well for me. We I had a great uh, great 3 years at University mm-hmm, of Louisville mm-hmm. in terms of baseball and um, made some really good memories, have a lot of friends as well that are still my friends to this day that I went yeah. to Louisville with and uh, you know, every, I people ask me sometimes if that was the right decision going mm-hmm. to school there and uh, it 100% was for me, no doubt about it. So
0: That's awesome. And you let's talk about your time in Louisville. I mean, you were joining a team that was absolutely stacked. Um, Cade yeah, Cade McClure, of, sh-
3: Absolutely, yeah, Cade McClure.
0: Yeah, friend of the show. He's been on the pod. Uh Brandon McKay, uh Drew Ellis, yep. um, Kevin yep. Harrison, like a couple all these guys are in the show or like guys who are close to being in the show.
3: Right. Absolutely.
0: Um, how was it going into that Call the university with that you noted know, team as a freshman? I, I,
3: I I knew it was going to be a challenge and knew it was going to be very competitive. And Mm -hmm. that's what I wanted because I wanted to be in a competitive environment and uh, wanted to continue to better myself on the baseball field and off the baseball field. And that was just the right environment for me. Um, We had a lot of older guys that were good leaders to me and helped us freshmen along the way our first year. And um, that's what that's that's one of the reasons we got to Omaha that year was we yeah. were so close as a group, like older guys and freshmen were hanging out all the time. And there was no disconnect between the older guys and the younger guys. And that was something that was really special to me. So.
0: That's awesome. Was there anybody on that on that team? I know you said the older guys were really cool at the end. Was there anyone who kind of like took you uh, took you under the wing and kind of showed you the ropes? Yeah. Uh,
3: you know, Cade McClure and Brendan McKay uh, mm-hmm. were two guys that really kind of showed me the ropes along the way my freshman year. Uh, Cade, Cade is just a, a great, he was a great leader in the locker room, great leader mm-hmm. on the field, great leader in the weight room. And Um, Brendan was my uh, locker buddy my locker was right next to Brendan's and so I I got to have a lot of great conversations with him as well Brendan's a little bit more on the uh, soft-spoken side um, but I got to pick his brain a lot and uh, you know we became pretty close my time at Louisville and he taught me a lot as well and um, I mean he's just a fantastic player great pitcher and does a lot of good stuff and so um, you know getting getting behind him and just kind of watching mm-hmm. how he goes about his business was really cool to see as a freshman in college. So
0: that's awesome, man. And uh, like I said, Kay McClure, he's been on. Uh, he kind of lit up, kind of what got me talking to him is that he kind of lit up Twitter when he with that Draymond uh, Green tweet. And I, fantastic out to
3: him. tweet. Fantastic <laughs> yeah,
0: tweet. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll talk about the minors in, in a second here. But sure. yeah, that's kind of why I reached out to him. I'm like, man, I got to have you on the pod. Let's talk about this. Um, so you play in the ACC uh, where there's a ton of good programs there.
3: Absolutely. Um,
0: was there anyone in the ACC um, then that is in the show now or in the minors that you um, just absolutely own, you know, some friendly competition that now that you're in the uh, minors, you're kind of.
3: You know, um, I think there were a lot of good players all around the ACC. And um, it was a, it was a big challenge for me, my freshman year pitching against those guys. Cause mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm sure there's a lot of guys that are in the show now from when I played there my mm-hmm. freshman year, my first year in college at Louisville. And um I'm not I don't have any uh, exact guys that you know I owned or anything, but um the they, I remember playing against a lot of really good players from Florida State, Clemson, yeah. North Carolina State, just a lot of a lot of good baseball in the at those schools and um, that was a that was a tough challenge for me because um, Coach Mack kind of threw me into the fire my freshman year. Uh, I didn't start my first couple weekends, and my first start was actually a um, was a spot start for Brendan McKay on okay. on a Friday night as a freshman. <clears throat> so um, that was a really big deal to me, and I kind of uh, you know took took it and ran with it and had a good start there and then uh, they moved me to the Sunday guy and it was Brendan Cade and then me every weekend from there on out and that year and you know it it boded well for us and we we had a lot of lot of good success as a team with that lineup and uh, did a lot of cool things so
0: yeah no that's that's an incredible one two three right there and I mean again you all got drafted Um, how was how was Omaha how was that experience like I mean you Uh, went there twice correct?
3: Yeah, went there twice, Um, you know, very blessed to be able to go there twice and also start twice. I started my freshman year uh, in Omaha and then started my junior year in Omaha as well. And um, just a really cool experience for a college baseball player. It uh, just kind of is a time to look back at all the hard work that had Mm -hmm. gone on through the years and, you know, all all the camaraderie throughout the years with the team the two teams that i went to omaha with and it was definitely one of the best baseball experiences i've ever had in my life to this day um hopefully not the best but definitely definitely as of as of right now it's uh it's one of the best as a as a team getting to go there and just kind of they make you feel like big leaguers in omaha so that was a really cool experience um you know lots of different things, lots of fans that that's definitely an environment with the most fans I've ever played in for sure. And mm-hmm. you're on ESPN as well. So everybody's mm-hmm. watching and just a very cool experience all around, uh, being with those guys. Like I said, I'm still good friends with a lot of them mm-hmm. and getting to do that with them was, was really cool and something I'll remember for a long time.
0: Yeah, no, I, that, that sounds like an experience that you will never forget. Um, Absolutely. I'm jealous. I never, I obviously, I never got that Absolutely. opportunity. Um, so w- at what point playing the, in, in college did you realize that, you know, scouts were looking at you and that there was a good chance um, that you were going to get drafted?
3: Uh, you, so, I guess you got
0: drafted once.
3: I got, yeah, I got drafted um, out of high school my senior year by the Giants in the 40th round. And that was kind of just like a complimentary type pick uh the giants kind of knew Louisville was the plan for mm-hmm. me, and um they they were kind of done with the draft at that point, so um it was it was just very nice of them to do that and you know they called me and we talked, and um I kind of just told them you know school- school's gonna be the route for me yeah. and um I just wasn't in my in my eyes, I wasn't mature enough. Mm-hmm. as a baseball player and as a person yet to jump into pro baseball. And um, I I am a huge proponent of uh, going to college for three or four years, whatever that may mm-hmm. be. I think, I think you can learn a lot <laughs> just not as a baseball player, but as mm-hmm. a person too. And uh, I definitely was someone who really benefited from going to school for three years. And um, being being under Coach Mack and all the staff that we had and just being able to learn to be on my own for the yeah. first time, but almost in a controlled environment. Mm-hmm. So um, that was something that really benefited me and uh, helped with my maturity as a person and as a baseball player, being on my own for the first time.
0: Yeah, a lot of guys that told me that, uh, that they they're so happy that they went you know, to college, um, instead of going straight to, uh, you know, the minor leagues and grinding there, right. um, Antoine Kelly, uh, friend of the show also, he was, uh, he was on a couple weeks ago. He was telling me, he's like, man, I was not ready to go to college, man. I was a kid or I wasn't yeah. ready to go to baseball. I was a kid. And so he's, he's glad exactly. that he went to college and, um, I'm, gl- I'm glad, you know, you made that right decision and, uh, yeah, and I'm th- sure that was, that you. was a,
3: that, that was a decision. I, uh, sat down with my parents yeah. and we, we discussed the pros and cons of both sides of it, but. Ultimately, um, I knew the best decision for me was to go to college and uh, continue to develop my skills and just continue to mature as a pitcher and as a player Mm -hmm. and as a person as well. And I I think the University of Louisville helped helped me do that a lot. So um, it was definitely the right decision for me, but everybody's situation is different. So, um, you know, I've seen plenty of guys go from high school to to the minor leagues and grind it mm-hmm, out and mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're, they're doing great in the big leagues now. And the, it just, like I said, it's based on a, you know, personal, yeah. everyone's situation, different for sure. Everybody has their own situation and has yeah. to handle it how they think is best for them. So,
0: and dude, it worked out so well for you because you were 40th round. Now you went up 34 spots in the, in the sixth spot in the sixth round Absolutely. by the Brewers.
3: Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Definitely, definitely played out how I uh, expected and how I wanted it to play out for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, did were you, I know you, and so every, every one in college who's, you know, expecting to get drafted, you do all the questionnaires and you do all that thing. Right. Um, yeah. We, did, we did, did you have all any the, contact qu- with the brewers?
3: Uh, yeah, we, so I, uh, did all the questionnaires and filled all that out. I, um, I met with, uh, scouts from every team, um, my junior year. Um, but obviously, you know, uh, university of Louisville baseball is, um, a prestigious program in the yeah. country. And so that kind of attracted scouts as well, just because we always had other guys too. It wasn't just like, okay, you're coming to see Brendan McKay, but mm-hmm. there's like 10 to 12 other guys you're going to get to look at as well. Mm-hmm. So we always had that around our program and around the facility. So, um, I, I, I knew the opportunity was going to be there once I got to Louisville, just mm-hmm. making sure I continued to progress as I went and, uh, just continue to keep my head down and work hard. And so it was nice for that to, for that to happen for me. And uh, like you said, I filled out all the questionnaires and met, sat down with all the area scouts and had conversations and I got to know them and they got to know me and feel me out as a player and as a person. And uh, just very thankful for the Brewers to have picked me because it's a great organization mm-hmm. and I really enjoy all the people that are uh, coaches um, faculty as well the front office is fantastic and then all my all my teammates and players are great too so yeah
0: no for sure the brewers are a, a really good organization they draft really well um obviously the the big team is just you know um probably another world series favorite uh with the pitching that they have and hopefully we'll yeah, see the, you the pitch, to that. the
3: pitching we have is fantastic no doubt about yes. it uh, all through the uh, you know,
0: itself, had, all throughout the system like everywhere
3: right absolutely it's it's very competitive all the way up and down which is really good to have and just a huge benefit to um to all of us players because it's competitive and you know that's a competitive environment always helps out so
0: Yeah, for sure. So draft day, where were you when you got the news that you were drafted? Uh, How was that experience?
3: I was in uh, Louisville. Uh, My family came down from Cincinnati uh, to Louisville as well. And um, I think it was a, uh, we were done with school and I think uh, the super regional had been going on and, uh, or was about to go on during the week. And um just a really cool experience. I was sitting at home and my family was there. My roommates were there and some of my teammates and uh, you know, we just kind of sat down and watched the draft and then I got a phone call and uh, they let me know. And Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just a really cool experience for me and, but, but really a cooler experience for my family. Um, I was really, really happy for my mom and dad to get to experience that with me and my sister as well. And they know I work so hard at baseball Mm -hmm. and, uh, just really wanted this for myself, and so having them there and getting the them getting to see it pay all pay off was really cool as well. And yeah, we were just sitting in my house uh, in Louisville watching it, and my name got called, and you know the hugs mm-hmm. and the tears yep, began yep. from there. So uh, really did, cool. Did you experience. cry? I didn't, but my mom and sister did. Oh, and of um, my yeah. my dad uh, my dad's a pretty hard nosed dude, so you know he give me a handshake and a hug and. <laughs> said this is just the beginning and you know just to keep 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 focused and keep working hard and so that's that's something i try to do every day just you know put my head down and focus on what i need to do to better myself every day as a baseball player and as a person and i get a lot of that from my mom and dad that's kind of how they have always taught me as i've Mm. grown up is you know if you're going to be a good baseball player we want you to be a good person too yeah absolutely so so that's a focus of mine always as well so
0: yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's uh, a great mentality to have. So Absolutely. you went from playing in the ACC where you probably flew private. You had incredible facilities everywhere exactly. you were, everywhere yeah. you went uh, to right. the Pioneer League and the minors. Um, yep. How was that change going from, you know, like incredible so, facilities to very, the Miners, And did anyone prepare you for that?
3: Uh, you know, I I don't think anybody can really prepare you for that because you don't really know until you yeah. jump into it. So that was a uh that was a great experience for me. And uh the Pioneer League was a long travel days, that's for mm-hmm. sure. And I was also finishing up school while I oh, was wow. in the Pioneer League. So that's um incredible. once I got once I got drafted, I just continued with school. Um just kept doing it online and So uh, we'd be on a bus at like 4 a.m. driving somewhere and I'd have like my hotspot on my phone connected, typing a paper and guys are like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm trying to graduate here. Like I'm almost done. I'm so close. And so I ended up getting it done and graduating and uh, I got a degree in uh, sports administration and a Mm -hmm. minor in communications and um, just very glad I went about that the way I did just instead of taking a break from school, because, um, you know, it is tough to get back into school mode like that. So um, that was just something my mom, I promised my mom and dad that Good if I was you. leaving school e- early, uh, after my third year, I was going to graduate as well. And so I just continued to hammer it online. And then during the fall, I went back and did my internship under Coach Mack and worked with, the, worked with the team and mm-hmm. uh, got that out of the way and then uh, got my diploma. So that was a, that was a really cool uh, little grind for me as well. It's like yeah. 4 a.m. on a bus and I'm typing Jeez. a paper and guys are looking at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> and so very Dude, cool experience. Wow.
0: Well, hey well at least you were able to have something to do while on those on those Absolutely. bus drives because those yeah, get they, long. I mean
3: oh they were the pioneer league travel is no <laughs> joke we were going we'd finish a game at like 10 30 at night and then we'd have like a 14 or 15 hour drive back home and we were all on one bus and you know uh-huh. you, you get you get very comfortable with your teammates being on one bus yep, for 14 yep. or 15 hours let me tell you so um that was that was uh something that i hadn't really been used to because you know like you said we were mostly taking planes when we were going to play and if we were driving we were taking two or three buses and
0: mm-hmm.
3: uh you know everybody was spread out on the bus you had your own row and stuff and that wasn't the case in the pioneer league which uh you know helped me grow up really quickly yeah. so uh, i'm i'm thankful for that experience and I really enjoyed that league and, uh, that part of the country I had never seen before. Hmm. So that was another, that was another cool thing that, uh, that baseball has done for me. It takes me to a lot of cool places and sure. I probably wouldn't get to see if I wasn't playing baseball. So.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it, the minors is a grind. I don't, I don't know if everyone really understands that. And, uh, I, Kay told me that he said, I said, what was your thought when you got to the minors? He said, I wish I was still playing in college. Cause <laughs> I mean. You know, it's I I can't
3: lie. I can't lie. I've texted that to my mom and dad before. You know, my gosh, I wish I was back in college. And, (laughs) you know, but, but I'm very thankful for everything in the minors. It's taught me a lot, no doubt. It's for sure opened my eyes and, uh, shown me some really cool small towns and, uh, given me some really good experiences with teammates and just different players and stuff as well. So, Mm
0: -hmm. yeah. Um, so in the minors, what were some of your some of the worst cities that you traveled to? Because um, it's like you said, it's a grind, and you're you're stuck in these motels that are not not the nicest. Uh, right. Some of the cities in the middle of nowhere. Like, what were some of these cities that you're like you'll never go to again? And you just kind of like, man, uh, where, where am I even playing in?
3: I played in Grand Junction, Colorado, which um, probably won't be making a trip back there anytime <laughs> soon. Uh, you know, I I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think the the cool thing about these places that we go to is like the people you're with help make the experience. So I had some really great teammates back in 2019 when I got drafted. And um, obviously I kind of just got thrown into the fire from, I was in Omaha mm-hmm. and then I got like a two or three week break after that and then hopped into it. And um, the, my teammates are are some some of the greatest dudes that I've met from that team. And they kind of made the experience a lot better, but um, like, yeah, like Grand Grand Junction, um, (laughs) Ogden, Utah probably isn't a place I'll be going to again. (laughs) Um, But these are all like smaller cities or towns, but like, I I think that's really cool because all these small places have some cool stuff to offer. And um, it's just interesting to see different places for me and, you know, not all of them being big cities mm-hmm. and whatnot. So I really enjoyed my time in these small towns and small cities as well.
0: That's good. What, what was one of your, maybe your favorite places that you traveled, um, while, while in minors in any of the levels?
3: Um, we went to, where did I get, Uh, when I made it to double A, we went to Pensacola, Florida and we're on the beach. Oh, nice. So that was, that was a super cool place place for me to get to go to um being from ohio you know it's usually cold most of the time but then again the minor leagues getting to take you places that i mean i've been to florida but i haven't been to pensacola and you know it was really cool to just be close to a beach and um the ballpark we played at the beach was basically in the behind the field and Mm. so that was a really cool experience for me and then I also really enjoyed playing in Biloxi too, uh, on the beach as well. Um, and the weather being warm and hot and super humid there as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, so that was a cool experience for me too. And, um, and then in the Midwest league getting to go, uh, through Wisconsin and Iowa, just a couple places. I haven't really thought about getting to look at or see. And so that, that gave me some good experiences as well.
0: Um, did you ever have any crazy fan interactions? Um, I know um, fans can be pretty, pretty much like right on you in some of these, in these minor yeah, league parks. No doubt. Um, I remember Anderson Miller. Uh, he was drafted by the Royals a few yeah, years ago. Yeah, I know, he I know Anderson
3: me, Miller. He's, uh, he's yeah. buddies with some guys uh, from Louisville. Him and Drew Ellis are good buddies. Yep, yep, so, yep, He's so really so good friends with uh, Drew. I've done some live A B S with Anderson before. He's yeah. a really, really great guy and hope he's doing really well.
0: Yeah, I just actually he was on my last uh, last episode. I had I was talking to oh, him. Oh, sweet! And uh, yeah, really good, really good guy. He has a, he has his own Fantastic. podcast. Really great podcast. Yeah,
3: yeah, I've seen. He does have his own podcast. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Um. So he told me uh one night I think it was college night in Ohio like all the right field or left field camera, what it was, were just all these drunk college kids.
3: And they were just, that you know, sounds just, about right.
0: <laughs> and they were just chirping at him. And then he hit a home run. And they, after a couple at-bats, they started cheering for him every time he went up to the plate and they're just cheering, you know, Anderson, you know, and he's just, that's awesome. Like, Love that whole experience. He's telling me one time he was lining up on a bus and some fan asked for his autograph and he's like, what's, do you even know my name? and the fans are like no. He's like okay, then no. You know. <laughs> so there's all these interactions with fans like do right. you have any any interesting stories?
3: I haven't had any like super crazy interactions with fans. Um you know, for the most part, I fans are part of part of the game and what makes yeah. the game so great in my opinion. So uh you know when fans ask for autographs and stuff, you know, I don't I don't usually ask any questions. I just kind of sign it and yep. uh not, nothing too crazy yet. Um, but fa- fans are great. They yeah. they make baseball great. And, uh, you know, everybody likes, likes bringing the energy to the field. And I think the fans do a good job of bringing that energy as well. You know, a packed baseball stadium is always nice to play in. So, yeah. uh, you know, that obviously very thankful for the fans and just the love that they have for the game. And no matter who they're watching is really cool to see as well throughout the minor leagues.
0: Yeah, no, for sure, and I'm sure you'll get some. I'm sure you'll get the fans chirping at you, uh, sending Absolutely. you those messages on on Twitter. Like
3: I, I, I experienced, I experienced that in college a lot. Oh, okay, um, are some I, of the more say,
0: craziest, you know, like chirps that you, you've gotten?
3: Um, so the one I can remember is uh, my sophomore year at Louisville. Mm-hmm. Um, I was playing in. Uh, Lubbock, Texas, that is a place I n- am thankful I never have to go back and play in never that atmosphere uh, at uh, Texas Tech. So hmm. they, they're, um, they're in Lubbock, Texas, okay. and um, so I was pitching against Texas Tech, and uh, they they packed the stadium, um, no doubt. And uh, <laughs> so I had a um, – my pitching coach came out to talk to me on a visit. My, my outing wasn't going great. And, um, so their fan, their stadium is kind of like, they are literally like on top of you, it feels like. And Mm -hmm. so, um, he came out to visit and he walked away and the whole stadium was pretty, it was packed. It was sold out for sure, but, um, it was pretty quiet and I was like messing with my, my same chain I have on right now, Mm -hmm. which is, which is just a cross my mom gave me in the second grade. I've worn it for a very long time and, um, I was messing with it and, a guy like I felt like I was in a movie watching this a guy screams out and he's like hey Bennett quit messing with your promise necklace your girlfriend gave you and the whole place like started (laughs) laughing at me and I felt like it was like planned or something it was it was pretty pretty crazy to hear all those fans literally like hysterically laughing at me while I was on the mound so
0: that's a good one though that, you got to give yeah, them credit because no, i mean you there's I, some I, like,
3: I i laughed myself smiled and gave it gave a yeah. nice nod because i mean that, that was that was it brought some entertainment to the field no doubt about it
0: yeah it's probably one of the more you know interesting like because you know you can talk about people's parents the moms and all, but right. when, you know it's not, when it's humorous you gotta you gotta find the humor right. in it and You're right, that, was, exactly. that was well done was, you got you it it was it was
3: it was it was very humorous and uh the fans loved it and like when I went, got, got back in the dugout, some of my teammates were like, you know, that was, that was actually kind of, that was kind of (laughs) funny. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I kind of laughed it off on the mound too. So, you know, it, baseball is great for stuff like that. You know, it's such a serious game and Mm -hmm. you try so hard at it. And, um, there's a lot on the table when playing, but, uh, the lighter side of it like that bring, brings a lot of smiles and a lot of good stuff to the game as well. So.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, hey, I'm, I'm a Nick Bennett guy now. You're your friend of the pod. So if I see that on Twitter, I got you. I'll, I'll trip back at them for you. You don't <laughs> got to worry about that. I'll, I got you I back appreciate.
3: Here. <laughs> I appreciate that, having my back. That's big time.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like I said, you're a friend of the podcast. So let's talk absolutely. about the Brewers Farm System. You're in a, you're in a team, uh, in a system of an organization, like we said, really, really solid organization. Um, they're obviously World Series contenders. They have some really absolutely. good talent um they also have louisville guys right they drafted Corey yeah. ray um you didn't yep. play with him but um devin harrison uh, you play with him yep. um, i back played in with devin
3: before he uh he got he's with the marlins now and yeah uh I, I play i still play against devin and um i see devin in the off season uh we had a louisville golf outing and i saw hmm. devin at the golf outing and uh, saw him at a wedding as well, at Cade McClure's mm-hmm. wedding. So, you know, De- Devin and I are pretty close. We we cross paths a lot as well, which is really cool. So, I got the uh, got to see him a good amount this year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Did he uh, w- did he, you know, give you a congratulations, congratulations uh, tax when you when you got drafted? Because at that time he, he was, did. Yeah. With the uh,
3: all, a lo- all my teammates reached out to me Sweet. or all my former teammates that, um, you know, that I played with reached out to me. And Devin did, too. And mm-hmm. that was that was a really cool experience getting to, you know, kind of jump into a system where there are yeah. some Louisville guys and some familiar faces.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Um, so you played in Wisconsin and Biloxi last season. Um, yep. How was that?
2: I love that. That is the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify is a platform designed for anyone to sell anywhere, giving entrepreneurs like me the resources that were once reserved for big business. And it's customized to your needs. You get a great-looking online store that really helps bring your ideas to life and tools to manage the day-to-day and drive sales. And I'm speaking about this from experience. I'm really passionate about bass fishing. And a little over five years ago, I started an e-commerce bass fishing brand with my best friend, Aaron, called Woo Tungsten. Actually, it's pronounced Woo Tungsten. W-O-O exclamation mark because that's the sound you make when you catch a giant bass. And it was a no-brainer to do this on Shopify because they've made it so easy every step of the way from creating product listings to making discount codes to managing shipments. In fact, if you want to see what an e-commerce store looks like on Shopify, go to wootungsten.com and you can see. And it's no wonder that every 28 seconds, a small business owner makes their first sale on Shopify. You can get started by building and customizing your online store with no coding or design experience, and you can gain knowledge and confidence with extensive resources to help you succeed. Plus, with 24-7 support, you're never alone. It's more than a store. Shopify grows with you. This is possibility powered by Shopify. Go to shopify.com Slash Blue Wire, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial, and you'll get access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Start selling on Shopify today, just like me, just like Wu Tungsten, by going to Shopify.com/slash Blue Wire right now. That's Shopify.com/slash Blue Wire.
3: I loved every second of it in both places. Um, You know, Appleton, Wisconsin is a great town to play minor league baseball in. Um, Great fans and a fantastic stadium and uh, summer nights in Wisconsin are really nice weather-wise and something Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed. Uh, You know, the game would start and it'd be 70, 75 degrees and it would dip into the 60s at, at nighttime and um, the fans are great there as well we we usually get a lot of fans pack the stadium as well and uh then I also loved my time in Biloxi as well you know um getting getting to be moved up is always a great experience mm-hmm. and something you know that is really cool and you cherish and um so playing there was awesome too i, I lo- all my teammates in both places are fantastic and mm. uh something I just really i i really enjoy making making friends along this journey yeah. of baseball because you know um it, it, when you're when you're struggling it can get a little lonely, so um just being able to have teammates that are you know true friends to me and you know guys you can talk to and lean on a little bit is always mm-hmm. nice as well. It kind of feels like you're you're within a family because I know the season's really long and yeah you're you're with these guys the whole year whether you like it or not so. Um, you know, being being able to just be friendly with all of the guys and yeah. make uh relationships with them is really a cool experience for me as well. And something I really enjoyed my first full year, no doubt about it.
0: Yeah, and to play in two different levels in your first full year, that's incredible. Um Absolutely. All, that's Absolutely. obviously shows the talent that you that you have. Um so in Biloxi, who is somebody that the Brewer fans, because there's like I said, a lot of talent, who's someone in the in that organization that system or the team uh, who Brewer fans should be, should be excited for besides you, obviously, you know, you're first there. Uh, but, <laughs> right. uh, who are some names who, Like you said incredible talent?
3: Uh, you know, I playing with guys like, uh, and well, first in Wisconsin guys, like Joey Weimer, yeah. um, you know, he's, he's really, uh, uh, he's a, he played at university of Cincinnati yep. and he's a Midwest guy. So me, me and him are, uh, me and him have, have that going for us, you know, a little connection there in mm-hmm. Cincinnati and, Uh, you know, he's a, he's a fantastic player and um, a really good dude as well. So that, that's always nice. And um, then, you know, in in Biloxi, uh, I got to play with Garrett Mitchell, who was just, you know, a fantastic ball player and great dude as well. And um, some, somebody who is going to be in the, in the big leagues here soon. And uh, Brewers fans are really going to enjoy watching him play. And um you know he brings a lot to the table and can do a lot on the baseball field mm-hmm. he's he's a game changer for sure and uh you know i'm i'm just as excited as i'm sure our brewer fans to watch him mm. play in the big leagues one day so uh you know he was he was somebody who was really talented and really cool to play with him as well yeah that's
0: awesome and i know all those names that you said or people that we've watched for the last couple of years and we're excited to see them in the majors i'm excited to see you come up soon hopefully that that is sooner than later um who's who's the locker room guy in biloxi like who's the guy who controls the music kind of sets the mood uh,
3: you know we, we had a lot of different the the cool thing about being in biloxi was we had a lot of different guys like that um you know biloxi was kind of like an older team in a way and so uh we had a lot of good guys who were just locker room dudes and uh, you know, can crack a joke, make the team laugh and just bring, bring other stuff to the table Mm -hmm. besides baseball. Um, and I think we had a lot of different guys who could do that. Brent Diaz, who's a catcher, um, was also my roommate when I was in Biloxi. He was, uh, he was fantastic. And, um, obviously, uh, Bryce Terang is just Mm -hmm. a fantastic baseball player and just a great mind in baseball as well. He's really smart on the field and, he's one of my good friends as well. I live with him too. And, um, you know, he, he's a great locker room dude too. He's always positive, always, always bringing good vibes to the locker room and somebody I really have enjoyed playing with back in 20, this past year for sure. So.
0: Awesome. I mean, that's, that's it. Uh, who, who, uh, what do you do to get prepared for a start? Do you, are you kind of like the calm thinker or are you kind of like loud music in your ears? It's ready to rock and roll.
3: No, for me, it kind of, like, depends on the day sometimes. Uh, For the most part, I'm usually the the calm guy. I'll listen to music sometimes when I'm, like, uh, rolling out or stretching before I start. But um, I'm pretty, for the most part, the calm and serious guy on on start day. Uh, I usually show up to the field a little bit later those days and make sure I'm hydrated before and get my good sleep in. And uh, then I show up to the field and, you know, I'm – the, those guys are expecting me to go out and perform mm-hmm. just as, you know, I want them to perform. So, uh, you know, I, I want to make sure I'm doing everything I can to prepare and make sure I bring my game on. Cause you know, uh, starting pitching can be a tough job, you know, yeah. say you have a bad outing one day. You, you're, I mean, for me, I know it's, it's not easy to just, you know, throw that away because um, that's the last time you pitched and you don't pitch for another five or six days, depending right. on how the rotation works. So, you know, um, being able to have a short memory in minor league baseball and just pro baseball in general, I think is really huge. And so, you know, I, I'm always making sure I'm prepared. And uh, for the most part, I'm I'm the quiet and uh, serious guy. But, I mean, if guys talk to me, I'm going to talk to them. I'm not, I'm not ignoring anybody when I'm in the locker room or anything. But, uh, you know, on start day, I'm there to go about my business and, you know, make sure I'm having fun with it as well, mm-hmm. for sure. Do you have any superstitions? Not really any superstitions. Um, When I go out to the mound before every inning, I uh, draw my grandpa's initials, and then I uh, last year I was also drawing my mother's initials, just Mm -hmm. because she was going through breast cancer, and so I would draw a uh, ribbon in the dirt as well, and uh, just just something to remind me, like, hey, you know, there are bigger things in the game of baseball, and you know, um, life is precious, and uh, there's a lot of important people that you care that I care about, and. So I just do that as a little memory, uh, you know, mm-hmm. for my grandpa. And then uh, as my mother was battling cancer as well. So um, that that's just something that I do. Uh, I draw a cross as well in the dirt before every inning and uh, say a little prayer before mm-hmm. I start my inning. And that's just something I've done since college and yeah. something I'll continue to do. But I don't really have any, like, superstitions. I'm not wearing the same pair of underwear when I start <laughs> or anything like that. So, um, you know – there are a lot of guys that do have superstitions. Um, you know, I didn't really run into any guys like in Biloxi or Wisconsin that like made it noticeable for me Mm -hmm. to see their superstition or anything. And I think that's part of how superstitions work, you know, you you kind of got to keep it under the radar and just do, do what you need to do. And then you, you know, you play your game, but yeah, that's just something I'll do before every inning when I pitch and, uh, you know, just thank God for allowing me to, uh, be able to be out here and do what I love to do every single day. So
0: it's incredible. Well, awesome. Well, let's kind of end on this. Um, when you're not pitching or training, what do you do for fun?
3: I'm a huge golfer. I could play golf every single day of my life if possible. Um, I, uh, when our season got canceled in 2020, my dad is also, I get this from my dad. My dad's Mm -hmm. a big golf guy as well. And, um, that's something that has brought me and him very close to one Mm -hmm. another is just being able to go out, go outside and play golf together. And so when our season got, uh, canceled in 2020, he took me to get fitted for clubs. And so, um, once I got fitted for clubs, I just really started to, you know, practice golf, go to the driving range, watch videos, just that's just like a competitive hobby for me, kind of on the side of when baseball's not here during the off season that I like to do with my friends and teammates and especially my dad. We can, when I'm at home in Ohio, we don't care if it's 30 degrees out. If the sun's out, we'll get out there in warm clothes and play golf whenever mm-hmm. we want. And so I like to play golf and uh, I like to play video games as well. You know, um, I do have a decent amount of downtime in the evenings, you yeah. know, after I eat dinner and stuff. So um, my roommate, who I'm who's here with me now in Arizona, him and I will uh play a lot of golf, a lot of uh video games together before bed. And so that's something I like to do as well.
0: What uh who's your roommate?
3: Uh Justin Jarvis okay. uh is my roommate. Uh he was uh in high a the whole year this year w- with me. We lived together in high A as well. And so he's out here uh working out and throwing, getting ready for the season as well, and uh working with some trainers at the facility and so him and I have a place together, and we uh, usually end the night with some video games before we go to bed. So
0: that's incredible. Um, you, you'll have to uh, put a, a good word in for me to get him on the podcast.
3: Uh, he would. He would love to. He would love to hop on. We could. We could get him on here for sure. No doubt. Yeah. Uh,
0: what? What? Uh, what? Do you, do you play COD? Uh, Fortnite? What is What's your? Uh, what's your so go-to game? Uh,
3: I've been, I've been playing Call of Duty. F- for a while, um, what really got me into video games was Fortnite back in college. Uh, funny story. Um, so my I didn't have I had an Xbox at the time, and Fortnite came out on PlayStation first, I believe. And so I was always playing on my roommate's PlayStation, and when he would get home, he'd want to play, and I'd be sitting there playing. And <laughs> you know, he eventually got fed up with that. So um, eventually, I bought my uh teammates PlayStation in Louisville, he got a new one and had an old one. So he gave me a gave me the old friendly discount. Yep, and I yep. bought that from him and downloaded Fortnite. And that was something that a lot of me and my Louisville teammates did. We would play Fortnite for hours. Once yeah. we get done with school and study hall and the field and everything, we would play Fortnite as a team all the time. So that's really what got me into video games. Uh then Fortnite kind of died down a little mm-hmm. bit for me and I picked up Call of Duty, and now I'm picking Fortnite back up again. So uh, that's something I play uh, with. I still play – I play with my roommate Justin and then uh, a couple of my teammates from Louisville, uh, Brian Hoeing, who's with the Marlins. Me and him play a lot of Fortnite together. And, you know, I I think it's just a cool way to, you know – keep up with your friends and have conversation along yep. with you know playing some video games at the same time so
0: Absolutely I, I was just uh, talking to Hobie Harris uh he was he signed my okay. league with the with the with the Brewers uh he's a fort- big Fortnite guy I told him he and I're going to squad up sometime he, he's actually on sunny awesome. I just got married but uh, <laughs>
3: Okay awesome Yeah dude but uh, uh well, fantastic
0: Yeah yeah we'll have to squad up sometime you know see so if we can uh, let, let me you know.
3: know let me know I'm I'm always down to play uh we we pretty much get done at the field around 12 or one every day. And then from then on it's uh video games or golf for me and then wake up and do the same thing. So, uh, Love you know, I really,
0: the, you are living li- the dream living, man.
3: living the dream. I'm, <laughs> I'm not complaining in, in the absolute slightest. I enjoy every single day that I get to go to the field and then either go out in the warm weather and play golf yeah. or, you know, sit down and uh, relax my body and play a little video games. So,
0: yeah. I, I Once we get off, I'll have to get your gamer tag. We'll we'll, we'll hop Absolutely. on sometime. Um, I'm, sure, I play every no, night. Yeah. You're actually, what, an hour or two behind me? So that works out perfectly. Just an a, I
3: think just an hour behind you. Hour.
0: So. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. Yep. Right on. Oh, hey, I want to thank you for coming on. Uh, I'm going to send your, your roommate a DM, see if you can come on the pod. I'd love to have him Absolutely. on. Like Absolutely. We'll, we'll, we'll get
3: him on here for sure.
0: For for sure. For sure. All right. I appreciate that. You have a great rest of your day, man.
3: Absolutely. You too. Thank you for having me on.
0: Yeah. I'll talk to you later. See ya. Yep hey um real quick before you go um i'm gonna dm you Uh, do you play uh, xbox or call our playstation still
3: Uh, i'm on playstation
0: oh let me get rid of this hold on here there still. okay playstation okay well you you can cross play
3: yeah absolutely just uh just yeah hit me up on twitter and i can send you my name and everything
0: yeah dude for sure like i said i i I play for uh xbox a ton i was a big call of duty guy I just got back into Fortnite like a couple weeks, yeah, ago, maybe too. like um, a couple uh, months ago.
3: A lot of th- a lot of my buddies were just telling me like, "Oh, Fortnite's coming back," and I'm like, "All right, you know, I'm d- always down to try it out again." Yeah. And you know, I, I'm I'm enjoying it again. So,
0: yeah, for me, it's like a like a palate cleanser for games. Like I'll be like just cruising and like COD, and then I'm like, "All oh, right, will like, down with Fortnite." Because a lot of a lot of yeah. people I know don't play it as much. Right, so it's almost like a peaceful, just like me, just rocking out like late. Right, yeah,
3: exactly. I I also enjoy playing video games by myself too. You know, mm-hmm. kind of just sitting there, peace and quiet, and just you know doing your own thing, and then going to bed. That's that's another thing I like to do as well. So,
0: yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, hey man, um, I'll definitely um, will you just your roommates who Justin, right? Justin, yes,
3: sir. Justin uh, I'm Jarvis. Pretty sh-
0: Jarvis, I'm pretty
3: sure I follow yep. him on Twitter.
0: Yep. Yeah, I, yeah, I do yeah yeah i follow him all right well he's his dms are close all right uh
3: i'll make sure he takes a peek at it
0: well i can't i can't even i can't even re- reach out to him I'll, so i'll tell
3: uh, t- i'll i'll tell him uh, <laughs> once once we hop off i'll get i'll get yeah. him
0: on there we got to get we'll justin get him, on the we'll podcast get... we'll have to we'll have to squat it up sometime Absolutely. and uh we can, play some we can call make duty that happen
3: i'll Absolutely. dm you
0: oh i got anton kelly i uh i got his uh gamer tag as well he's never yeah, online though he doesn't it, play much it, though.
3: It, Antoine, yeah, I I, Antoine, I know Antoine and uh, you know he he would, he's been my teammate a few times yep. uh, in Wisconsin yep. and uh, different places in Arizona and stuff. And uh, I didn't I didn't know he played video games. I'm gonna have to talk to him about that. Dude, he's
0: never online. Like um, I'm,
3: he, a, I'm gonna I'm have to I'm gonna have to get him online, no doubt yeah, about it.
0: We'll, we'll, like, we'll add him to the squad get Hobie, once Hobie
3: Absolutely. once Hobie Harris gets back from his
0: honeymoon, man. He's sure, he's living we'll, the dream. We'll get,
3: we'll get the whole we'll get the whole gang together.
0: For sure. All right, bro. You have a good, uh, getting aggressive your night. I guess, well, it's still early for you. Oh, well, eight, seven. <laughs>
3: about, din- but, uh, about dinner time for me. So,
0: love it, man. Hey, appreciate you coming on. I'll mm-hmm. send you a DM later, man.
3: Perfect. Sounds good. Thank you All so brother. much. Yep. See ya.
0: Yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.